On today's podcast, we are going to discuss Senator Tim Scott delivering his response to President Biden's address to Congress. We're going to talk about how Biden is trying to push the blame for the problem in the border to Trump. We're also going to discuss how a previous U.S. Mint director thinks that uh, the paper market is fake and uh, it's essentially not the true value of silver or gold. In entertainment, we will talk about Twisted Sister in the news. What? What's going on with them? We'll talk about it. Um, Tommy Tiny Lister, his uh, cause of death is finally revealed. We also talk about this great new movie that's coming out called Mortal Kombat. Should I say it's out in theaters right now? We'll move over to the gun corner. Apparently, Matthew McConaughey is looking to run for Texas governor. Good idea or bad idea? I don't know. Let's check this out. And also, in the gun corner, there's a new, what should I say? It's a new gun in town. Pulling our tactical. Check those guys out. We will be talking about those guys right here on the hot OTM podcast. Stay tuned. Transmitting from sunny Southern California, capital of entertainment, beautiful ladies, and great whiskey. You're listening to the Hot OTM podcast where we discuss politics, guns, entertainment, music, and all the controversial topics we can find. Here are your hosts, Hector Robles and Christian Mejia. Welcome Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, today we're going to talk about Senator Tim Scott. Uh, he's a Republican, and he delivered a rebuttal speech to Biden's uh, address to Congress. And he basically, in the speech, he just said that Biden is tearing us as a country apart more. And his whole platform was to unite the United States and um, not very united. Another thing he mentioned on there was in regards to the infrastructure bill that they're trying to push through. Okay, this is to rebuild America and to invest all this money into America for our infrastructure. Less than 6% of the bill goes to infrastructure. And this senator brings up the point that this is just a wish list that the Democrats kind of put out there. And it's just their fun wish list that they want to pass. So he was just bringing up just fact after fact after fact. And he, I mean, you guys have to watch his speech. It was... Nobody could have put it any better. It was just great. It just showed the divide in America. And the reason, because the other side, the Democrats don't want it. They just do not want to compromise on anything. They want their way. It's like a small child throwing themselves on the floor and crying and kicking. And that's what they want. And you know what? Whenever you bring this up, I've actually, I brought this up on a Facebook post. I put something up there from uh, the economist, Peter Schiff. And uh, basically mentioning to Biden, you can't keep on printing money. And one of uh, one of my friends posted just something about Trump underneath it. And I'm like, why does everyone think that if you don't agree with Biden, that that you're you're a Trump, you're a Trumpster. That's basically what they call you. And uh, it was funny because. That was the same, almost the same thing that the senator was mentioning of how the left responds. He was saying that because he thinks differently that they call him an Uncle Tom and then they call him the N-word. And uh, I mean, just because he doesn't agree with their with their perspective. 
And, you know, on my end, I mean, I didn't get insulted, you know, in that kind of a way, but it was just interesting how even my friends on Facebook are posting stuff showing that, oh, so you don't agree with anything with Biden? Oh, then you're my enemy. And it's like, no, man, first of all, I'm a libertarian. I'm not even a Republican, but you still need to recognize when something's right. It's, it's, it, you got to look at the issue and say, hey, is this right or is this wrong? And it's just, it's frustrating sometimes because these, and I mean, I don't want to be offensive to them, but the, I mean, honestly, the left has just gotten so radical at this point that it's, you can't even talk to them. So it, I just thought it was kind of nuts. But anyway, well, with, with that, uh, I'll go ahead and, I'll go ahead and go to the other section here. Something else that I found pretty interesting, and it, it was in regards to Biden as well. This was by the examiner. The examiner, uh, Biden alone is to blame for the border crisis. All right, so Biden is trying to push this whole border crisis and saying that it's Trump's fault. Typical politicians things. I mean, you know, the politician trying to push it on someone else whenever anything goes wrong. But the reality of it is, again, I'm a libertarian, so it's not that I'm trying to push for Trump you know, Trump this and Trump that, but he did something right. He was keeping the immigrant population on the other side of Mexico. So we didn't have to bear the cost of all that, uh, of, you know, having to house all these immigrants. And now that everything's basically going to crap um, and Biden can't control it, he's like, oh, well, you know, this whole mess is somebody else's mess. It's not my mess. If he would have just left things the way they were, there would be no facility issues. They would have had enough beds. They would have had enough. They, they wouldn't be in this situation. And uh, so I just found it funny that, you know, typical politician fashion, not this isn't my fault. It's the, the guy before me. Yeah. But I mean, take into consideration that him and Obama were building all these cages for, for all the immigrant community, uh, you know, immigrants that are coming in the, to the United States. But anyway, you know, never, never mind that he was there before Trump <laughs> with these messed up cages. So that was uh, pretty interesting. But I would highly, highly recommend if you guys get a chance to take a look at that speech that uh, Senator Tim Scott delivered. It, it was it was inspirational, to be honest with you. I thought it was pretty awesome. All right, cool. Now we are going over to finance. <laughs> super bombshell on finance what's going on on finance <laughs> i'll tell you what's going on on finance all right so the x here let me just go ahead and tell you what it uh what's happening so the mints are running out of gold not enough physical silver to cover paper former u.s mint director says you're like, what? What does that mean? Okay, so the mints, the United States Mint, the Perth Mint, and a lot of these other mints, uh, government mints, they don't have enough physical silver and gold to stamp the, the official government coins because they're selling out so fast. And the prices that they're selling at are much higher than what the paper market of silver and gold is going for. So this gentleman, let me just read off uh, a small little nippet here. 
So a global shortage of physical gold and silver products has created premiums on coins and bars. And this premium is caused as a disconnect between the spot price and the true price that retail investors need to pay, said Ed Moy, former director of the U.S. Mint. Uh, Moy, who was the director of the U.S. Mint between 2006 and 2011, cites the inability of the mints around the world to keep up with physical coin and bar demand as a reason for this. Um, this was actually from Kitco News. Um, so, you know, this, this little snippet here, it's not me spitting out all this uh, intellectual information. But uh, anyway, so uh, Mr. Moy was, he was a former director for the U.S. Mint, and he's basically saying that there's a disconnect between the paper market and the physical market. And he thinks that the true value of gold is a lot higher than what, you know, they're trying to tell us on what they're trying to sell the paper market at. So I just thought that that was very telling from an actual mint director to be saying that. Um, so that, that was pretty cool. I just kind of wanted to bring that up again. That was Kitco news. Um, I was kind of just taken back in the fact that he said that, yeah, we, one thing that he said in that interview was the paper market is essentially a fake market. That's basically what he said. Because he said that for every ounce of silver, they don't have enough in the paper market to cover it. It's like one ounce per, I can't remember the number, but it was like for every 100, 100 ounces that are paper, there's one ounce of actual physical silver. So he was just saying there's, it's essentially a lie. And it was, to me, to have somebody in that status admit that and say that, I was like, I told you. I told you. So keep on stacking that silver and gold. Like I said, if nothing happens, at the very least, you have some retirement. But I'm telling you, something's up. And uh, even the director, ex-director of the Mint, of the United States Mint, kind of agrees. So, all right. All right, we are moving over to entertainment. In entertainment, we're going to start with Twisted Sister. Apparently, this is uh, breaking breaking news through Yahoo. Uh, apparently, a politician in Australia was using the, uh, the line from Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it. And they, uh, I don't know exactly if they were using the song, but apparently they were using the, that line. And this politician's like, no, you know, I came up with it myself and, uh, you know, I wrote it on a piece of paper, but then the paper got thrown away. Somehow my assistant threw it away, He's making all kinds of excuses. But the interesting thing was that somebody who worked for the politician had actually submitted a bid to you for the rights uh, with Universal Music uh, to try to use the song for the political situation and uh they they did some bartering, some going back and forth. Not bartering, I'm sorry. Uh, negotiating. And uh, it didn't work out. So it's kind of interesting. He's like, oh, no, no, I made up that slogan myself. And even though they were bargaining for the rights to the song. Um, and apparently Twisted Sister won this lawsuit. And they're, well, not them directly, but Universal Music, who owns the rights, uh, they, uh, they won some money in federal court. So... 
good for them. That was pretty pretty funny. I hadn't heard any news on Twisted Sister, Sister recently, so that was pretty cool. All right. The second thing I, I kind of wanted to mention, um, I'm sure some of you have seen the movie Friday. And uh, finally, in today's news, or uh, yeah, today's news, uh, the Friday star Tommy Tiny Lister, uh, his cause of death was revealed. A lot of people were you know, speculating this and that um, because he had some COVID symptoms. But apparently, they, uh, they said it was heart disease. And Ice Cube kind of put out a tweet. Uh, his Ice Cube's tweet said, uh, let me see, this Friday, co-star Ice Cube posted sentimental tribute to Lister at the time of his passing, uh, taking to Twitter to honor him. Cube wrote, rest in peace, tiny Debo Lister. America's favorite bully was a born entertainer who would pop into character at a drop of a hat, terrifying people on and off camera, followed by a big smile and laugh. So thank you for being a good dude at heart. I miss you already. That was uh, Ice Cube's quote from his tweet. So just kind of wanted to mention that in the news for entertainment. And then lastly, for our entertainment here, um, the new movie Mortal Kombat just came out. I'm actually a fan of martial arts movies. I'm a big fan. I'm a big Jean-Claude Van Damme fan, uh, fan, Steven Seagal, Chuck Norris, and, you know, all the all the classics. Um so when this came out, I was pretty excited. I grew up in the 90s, so I got to, you know, Mortal Kombat was pretty big at the time. Um, and so I was really excited about this movie. I I paid the money to see it on HBO Max, and I definitely think I did not get ripped off. It was, uh, it was a good movie. I'm not going to say it was a 10. I would probably put it more like at a, at a 7, somewhere around there. That's kind of my... Uh, it was no Jean-Claude Van Damme sport, uh, blood sport movie, but but it, it was entertaining, worth my $15. So I would suggest if you get a little bit of, little bit of time, check out uh, the movie on HBO. I think it's going to be up there for like 30 days. It's in theaters right now. Um, I probably wouldn't spend my money in a theater, but I, I would definitely pay the 15 bucks on HBO. Uh, so that's what we got for entertainment, and we're moving on to the... Gun Corner. So today on the Gun Corner, interesting news. Matthew McConaughey. They're like, well, isn't that an actor? Shouldn't that? Shouldn't this discussion be in our uh, entertainment section? No. Let me tell you why. So Matthew McConaughey is considering a run for Texas governor. So you're like, okay, so he wants to be a politician? A little weird. This guy's a conservative, allegedly. And he seems like a cool guy, but maybe he's not well-educated in the uh, guns, per se. He thinks it's a good idea to ban so-called, so-called, okay, for everyone out there, I don't think that they're called assault weapons, but this is what these guys are calling him so he thinks it's wise to ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines so i think he means you know normal rifles like ars and 8ks and 30 round magazines i think that's what he really means to say normal capacity 30 round magazines 
But uh, he thinks that you you should have known it. You don't need it. You don't need it for hunting. So <laughs> I don't know. I just found it kind of annoying. If you're in Texas, please don't vote for this guy. Seems like a nice guy, but he doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. So <laughs> don't vote for that guy. All right. And then lastly, all right. So <clears throat> my uh, first rifle was an AR, which is pretty awesome. I'm not going to say I have a pretty awesome AR, but uh, I picked up another rifle because I wanted an AK, but it's a different platform. So I was kind of searching through YouTube, trying to figure out how to disassemble my rifle and how to, you know, how to have fun, some fun and be able to go out to the, to the range and, and enjoy, you know, maybe some sports shooting kind of stuff, you know? And I came across this channel. They're called uh, Polinar Tactical. I think they're for in Slovenia, if I'm correct. These guys are freaking awesome, man. I, I they're and I think this is kind of the future of educating ourselves. I ended up watching some of their videos on YouTube, and I would definitely suggest that you check them out on YouTube. Again, it's Polinar Tactical, and it's two dudes and uh, a, a hot chick. So, which pretty cool. Pretty entertaining. <laughs> and uh, anyway, they show you all, all kinds of stuff for, for AKs. And I ended up buying a course from them uh, that they actually sell you a course on Vimeo, I believe. Um, 40 bucks, but it gives you a breakdown. And I think if you go to their channel, they have like a coupon on there. So you could even get it for $20 if you uh, use the coupon. And they give you a breakdown of like disassembling your firearm the top safety rules, how to change magazines, uh, you know, how to different ways to hold your rifle while, while you're reloading. Um, it's man, it is definitely worth, worth its weight in gold that the videos that these guys make are phenomenal. Uh, I would definitely recommend that you check them out. And since, you know, we talk about guns and a lot of cool stuff here, kind of wanted to mention them all these other channels that provide a lot of great uh, information. So again, they're called Polinar Tactical and they're on YouTube. Uh, so that's what we got for you guys today. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you are not subscribed, please subscribe on whatever platform uh, you're listening to us on. Uh, click on the like, share with your friends and your family. Thank you so much for joining us tonight and you hope you guys have a good night. Yeah, guys, have a good one. for joining us today if you enjoyed the podcast please rate subscribe and share if you would like to donate please join us on subscribe star thank you again from all of us here at the otm podcast and you have a great night